Hey everybody, welcome to Between the Lions, a bi-weekly bite-sized oral history of the ongoing mission by the musical collective known as My Soul Among Lions to put all 150 psalms from the Bible to music today. Well, first of all, I should say today my name is still Nathan Alberson. I am still your humble and obedient host, and I am still someone who has contributed lyrics to My Soul Among Lions, someone who is the creative director of Warhorn Media, where My Soul Among Lions makes its home. I am still talking to Pastor Philip Moyer. And you still can talk faster than anyone here at this table. I got pretty fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a skill that I learned while working for an answering service. It's amazing. Could leave really. I actually. I would have made so many mistakes. Now. I got in. I got in trouble for leaving voicemails for our clients that were too fast that they couldn't <laughs> understand, and I was always really proud to get in trouble for that. That was one of my favorite things to get written up by. For we got Philip Moore. He's the hey. pastor. Who? Well. Can't say that. Can I be the pastor that's a master? Sure, Phil. You're the pastor that's Uh, a master of my soul among lions. You're one of the master lions, one of the kings of the pride that is my soul among lions. (laughs) And we've got Jake's angry. He's shooting (laughs) daggers at me now. Well, Jake, you can be a king of the pride too. You know what? We're all king. Everybody wins. We're all kings of the pride in our own way. Jake, of course, CEO of, well, I should say what Phil really is. He's a pastor. He's the producer on all of these songs and lyricist, composer, one of the main men. You might say he's the Lennon or the McCartney of My Soul Among Lions. Then we got Jake, Pastor Jake. He is the pastor who's also a master of My Soul Among oh, Lions. And I just feel like that should be exclusive to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He, he copyrights that. He yeah. Trademark. Trademark that. It was mine to give and mine. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> this, is, this is the one time. It was a title that was bestowed upon me conferred to me by you and it so. remains you this will be the one time and and you've got to admit if if anyone's going to share it just once for a one-off sure phil right it's phil. Oh, That's yeah right. we yeah. all love phil wow this is uh, pastor jacob mensel he is a lyricist composer ceo of warhorn media and all-around great guy thanks you're welcome <laughs> guys today we are talking about hold me fast this is a psalm a version of psalm 5 this was composed by one Philip Moyer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and you helped. You contributed. Yeah, what's what's the name? Does that have Alberson Moyer on it? Yeah, it does. Lyrics by Nathan Alberson and Philip Moyer. Very cool. Phil, what do you remember about this one? The difficulty of, of the text itself, mm-hmm. the imprecatory nature of it. I think in terms of presenting this song to our congregation, this was one of the hardest ones <laughs> to do. Especially since singing the Psalms was so new to us still. Mm -hmm. You know, we had sung Psalm 2 by this point, and we talked about that before. But when we came to this, it was uh, of a different level or different nature, I guess. Mm. Some things to overcome. It's, you know, it's for one thing, it's sometimes hard to read such words as um, hold them guilty, let them fall, you know, just things like that, even things with more force than that. Right. But then to sing them, adds a whole new dimension to it mm-hmm. because when you sing things it's it's connected to your heart well there's something about it's easy i would or it's not easy but we had already maybe cracked the code in terms of just the imprecatory nature like psalm 2 mm-hmm. has these lyrics that are you smash them into dirt and and we'd come up with a couple ways to do that but this one just has these long descriptions of the wicked their throat is an open grave they mm-hmm. flatter with their tongue hold them guilty oh god not re- exactly a jaunty recipe for a great pop song mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, you could imagine somebody like Bob Dylan maybe figure, you know, doing some elaborate Baroque kind of folk song with all this kind of stuff. Well, that's the direction I took my version of it. Right. It was mm-hmm. straight up folk ballad. Right. For mm-hmm. that reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, I, and I have a 
vague memory. I know we'll talk about that in its place, but right. I have a impression. I don't know if it's true or not because it's been so long, but I have an impression that this was in some measure a response to that more folky ballad that almost had it ended up having sort of a sweet sound to it. But it, is that wrong? That yours had a sweet sound. Mine had yeah, a sweet sound. Yeah. and that It's I, possible that I reacted. I, I have a vague like memory impression. I'm not sure if it's real or not that you were like, man, this is imprecatory and it's got to have some more teeth to it. I, in your approach. Than, I, than I would believe that. Because that was one of the first songs that Jody and I ever mm-hmm. did. Yep. I'm, I, this is coming back to me. I, people may not know. I'm not sure at this point whether we've talked about this on, on this podcast before. We had an A team and a B team writing psalms kind of in competition with each other yeah. right now. It was Jody, Phil, a couple. Yeah, healthy, wonderful competition. No one's feelings were ever hurt. That's probably a lie. I guess <laughs> somebody's feelings were hurt at some point. In fact, I can think of some certain fact, I, I'm not true. guessing. I know. <laughs> and I don't mean my feelings are hurt. I mean, I remember hurting people's feelings. But we had an A team and a B team, and they were in a basically friendly competition. Phil was in charge of one. Jody was in charge of the other. And I remember our team, Phil, we went through a bunch of versions of Psalm 5. Yeah, actually. that's true. I don't know that I have any of the rejected. No. Uh, me and Brandon actually wrote an awesome rejected Psalm 5. That was probably, and when I say awesome, I'm being 100% sarcastic. <laughs> this is coming back to me more too, yeah. because here's what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> I wrote this strophic ballad. What's strophic mean for our listeners? Strophic means it doesn't have a chorus or anything like that. It's like it's, a hymn. Like, it's like, like a, a hymn. hymn. Yep. Like an old, like a Bob Dylan song. Verse, 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 verse. No chorus, and no maybe verse. it's got, you know, repeating themes or motifs that, you know, kind of come back. And in right. that one, it's every morning and it always ends with the morning. I'll do something in the morning. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. know the song. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the first so- uh, lyrical contributions that I made. And it was a complete song in and of itself that just needed to be set. Right. And it was very much a Bob Dylan song in my mind from the beginning. It was a breakthrough for us as a group, or at least in Jody's mind, in terms of, hey, this is a direction we could go. And I think it helped cement in his mind that we we can and should make this more folky. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if how much of this was you, Phil, but I know that Nathan really didn't like that. <laughs> Did I not? I, well, <laughs> I might be the villain like, in some of these stories. <laughs> and he was like, man, I you know, I don't think that's the lesson to learn. I think the lesson to learn there is that Jake can write folk ballads, but I, I, Which don't, is think, great, I don't think that to the be lesson fair. is that we, every song should be a folk ballad. Yeah, I have to be with Nathan on this one, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm sure. And so uh, I remember having those conversations and I remember, I really think that this Psalm five was in large part, uh, in large part, at least kicked off. Mm-hmm. E- even if it came about more organically once, but right. I, I, I think yeah. that explicitly we're going to come up with a Psalm five that is the antithesis of this folk ballad. Right. Was very much something that yeah I knew was at least motivating Nathan. Right. No, I I'm <laughs> now that you mention it, I'm pretty certain that I reacted uh, yeah. to it, and that did happen. Can I just I, very quickly? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my case here. I like strophic, but I think strophic, of course, is what all the old psalters are written in. Mm-hmm. And the thing, and you know, there's a lot of great psalms that have been written before my soul among lions came along. Psalm settings, I should say. But what I thought was so cool about the project was being able to use more modern musical forms to match them with the psalms, precisely because I think pop and more elaborate folk is so well suited for what the Psalms do. And my argument would be the Psalms have these little thematic 
they're they're generally a lot of times they're not so thematically unified. You know, you've got well, your, yeah, I, the I Lord mean, is my shepherd, but then you've got Psalms where it's like, here's the part about how God is wrathful against sinners, and then here's the part about how he's joyful, and then here's this other random part that I can't hardly wrap my head around why the poet put it in there. And then pop music uniquely is suited to do those things because it's got bridges, it's got choruses, it's got intros, it's got outros. You can actually delineate musically when these different themes are weaving in and out. Yeah, which is something that we all agreed on from right, the yeah, beginning. Not, it's yeah. not like- I was we, not the champion I, of this and Jake was like, ah, I'm going to yeah, get rid of this like, with my- Yeah, it's not like, you know, listeners could be forgiven for understanding. Jake wrote a folk ballad and therefore Jake and Jody thought everything should be a strophic folk ballad. <laughs> right. No, these were these were our arguments too for using all kinds of different- right. Yeah, I'm just trying to let people into the, uh, let people into the creative process just so that they can, <laughs> by the way- I'm sorry, folks, that I keep in this podcast every episode. I say the phrase "creative process." I feel like a snob. If you have a better phrase, then dial one eight hundred MSAL and let me know right now because I'd love to have a less snotty sounding phrase. But uh, creative process. I don't know how else to say it. I just want to let people in on some of the angst, some of the arguments, some of the. And it's not that there was one side that was hooray strophic folk and one side that was hooray. Yep. <laughs> Just to be clear, yep. Jake understood that. He understood it about as well as anybody. Jody understood it. Phil understood it. I understood it. Yep. The argument's not new with me. I heard one of the other fellows make it first. So it's not like I, I was the champion. You have to have that anything. variety. Yeah. You know, you yeah, have to absolutely. have terrific songs. Right. It's a, it's a great form and we need to make good use of it. And so that's what they chose to do with their Psalm 5. Right. That's yep. good. I do hit things hard, which will be a theme <laughs> coming up soon. Very much so. <laughs> we yeah. will talk about that. <laughs> but no, I like, well, we'll talk about the other Psalm 5 next week. What else do we want to say about this one? Well, I mean, we're talking about the reaction, and the reaction is, I think literally this song has more of the feeling of the tension and crying out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the chorus, let my cry come to your ears, and it's set high. Right. You know, we yeah. acknowledge it's kind of hard to sing. Mm-hmm. It's up there. It makes you reach. It makes you work for it. Right. But both of our Psalm 5s actually do that melodically. That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah, they both get up there pretty high mm-hmm. and are difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if we're talking in terms of a congregation, the goal would be within a certain range that would feel comfortable. And, for most you know, people, sometimes yeah. you push those limits, but we want to be careful how often we push those limits. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is a fun one to do with the congregation, though. I always really enjoy this one. I kind of forget about it because it's, you, know, you wouldn't say it's like one of the A-side hits of the album or however you want to characterize that. But anytime it pops up again, we sing it for corporate worship. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is really... this Sunday, aren't we? Yep. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And, and, and I can almost guarantee, in fact, I can guarantee, I will go ahead and guarantee right now that people will raise their hands they will be really excited about it. Mm-hmm. They will be kind of swaying. And it's just a fun one to do with a lot of people. It's for, for all the thematic weight of the psalm, it's kind of bright and fun to do with people. I don't right. know what else to say right. about it. Mm-hmm. Anything you remember specifically musically about putting this one together, the arrangement, all that? I don't know. It's, it's a mix of a lot of different things, I think. It's, how do you choose, like, when you're, when you're arranging one of these things, how does your mind, how do you begin to think about and wrap your head around, yeah. even for the song or just in generally? I think, it, I think it starts out with, really, what's the beat? What's, mm-hmm. the, what's driving it? And this is a, more of a kick drum, yeah. kind of heavy song. And so that's kind of what drives it. And then what seems to work well with kick drum is a banjo. 
I think Mumford kind of sure. Yeah, I was gonna say put the this seal one, on that. This one definitely seems to take some musical inspiration yeah. from Mumford and it's Sons. Mumf- Mumford. Um, I don't know, but we've yeah, we've got organ, we've got piano in it. How do you, how do you decide how many layers? Is it just an intuitive thing, or no? It's actually Throw what Jody and I often find is it's an evolving mm-hmm. work. Oh, it still needs something. Oh, it's it's not there. Something's not working. Let's show you know? this at the wall and see. Yeah, if let's it let's see if this works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of trial and error as we're putting the album together. We don't often sit down and have rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Also, we're we're I don't know if you can say we're a three piece band. Mm-hmm. At least at that time we were, and so we actually had you hear more than three pieces. Right. And so when we rehearse, we don't have the ability to put that all together and see how it's going to work. And so we we end up experimenting a lot as mm-hmm. we record and just figuring it out. And then that ends up being how we perform it. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Then you have to actually get the musicians in. If yeah, you get the musicians yeah. or find a way to make it still sound like the recording yeah, with have... as minimal instruments as possible. Right. Yeah, so if you like were to be at a My Soul Among Lions concert, you would see these guys rotating through different instruments. Mm-hmm. You would see, you know, Phil sitting down at the drum set with a banjo in his hands yeah. mm-hmm. or and then getting up and going over on the next song and Andrew sitting down at the drums with right. a tambourine in his hand and something mm-hmm. else going on maybe and you know just all kinds of different ways where they just sort of figure out how to bring as much of that album performance right. to life mm-hmm. right um, and this is can. one of those songs that we were able to take on the road mm-hmm. and and I do think it did work you know with the banjo on my lap at the kick drum yeah. and the hi hat, you know, boom, boom, yep. mm. um, Andrew playing the bass and Jody on guitar, and it, it just it made it work. It worked. Yeah. There you go. Well, anything else to say about Psalm 5? Hold me fast? Don't think so. All right, let's give it a listen. In the morning, hear my cry. Hear my prayer, Lord, lift it high. Let my groan. Throats are like an open grave With a 
their tongues they snatch their prey and lead them astray hold the wicked guilty lord let them die by their own sword far outside mount zion's gate lord let them like this song and you want to buy it, you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon or Bandcamp. You can go right now and listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music. If you want charts, lead sheets, it's all available for free at clearnotesongbook.com. And if you want to support this work and get access to great new content as we write and produce new songs, go to patreon.com forward slash MSAL where you can sign up for as little as a cup of coffee a month.